welcome to another episode of the Extraordinary Moms Podcast. I'm Jessica Dahlquist, your host, and every Tuesday I interview a different mom who shares their motherhood journey and the lessons they've learned along the way. If I've learned anything from interviewing such a wide range of moms, it's that no two extraordinary moms look the same. We all have a story to tell, and we are all mothering in our own way. So let's celebrate that and learn from one another. Thanks for listening, and if you like what you hear, please share this show with a friend. Hello, and welcome to episode 229 of the podcast. It's Jessica, and I'm so glad that you're here for another episode. Did you guys just love my episode with Leah Lewis on Tuesday? Isn't she just incredible? So if you haven't tuned into that or you're new around here, welcome, and I hope you'll dig back into the archives to see all of the other Extraordinary Mom interviews that we have over the past 228 episodes. And there's a lot of them now. So we are going to save the revisit episode for next week, and I wanted to answer a question that I get from a lot of people, both in person and through messages, about the podcast. And the question is this, kind of why did you start the podcast, and what is the real purpose and the mission behind it? And so I wanted to tell you the surprising reason that you may not know about why I started this podcast. So I did a previous episode about you know, the hows of starting the podcast. Um, I'm going to link to that in the show notes at extraordinarymomspodcast.com. So if you want the specifics of how I do the podcast and kind of why I got started, that's over there. But I wanted to tell you this other reason that I really only share one-on-one or person-to-person when they ask. Um, And usually it's in the context of somebody telling me there's certain things prohibiting them from going after a dream or an idea And I wanted to share this part of the podcast story with them because there was something that could have held me back as well. But instead of letting it hold me back, I decided to use it as fuel and as a tool to improve upon this weakness. And so this is what it is. So if you're familiar and you've been around here for a long time on the show, I started the podcast a few months after my third son was born. And so in about October, he was born in July, um, in about October of 2015, I was up really late one night nursing him in the middle of the night and I loved listening to things or, you know, scrolling my phone and, you know, things like that while I was feeding to help the time pass and I was thinking, well, what would I want to hear on a show? What would I want to hear on a podcast? And what I really wanted to hear was from moms that looked like they had it all together or that were doing such a great job enduring their challenges, but I wanted to know how they were doing that, what the behind the scenes looked like, what the process looked like in overcoming the challenges, in handling challenges with grace, in being able to share vulnerably, things like that. And I couldn't quite find a space and a podcast that already existed that was just like that. And so I thought, well, how hard could it be to start a podcast? (laughs) And truly, it is easier than you think. Does that mean it's easy? No, it's still a challenge to get a podcast up and running. And it's definitely a challenge to keep a podcast going once it's in existence. To have consistency of releasing episodes every week and have new content and organize interviews and have all the technical stuff and learn how to produce your show and edit on GarageBand, all these things, it is a lot of work and a lot of things to learn. And it's involved a lot of skills that I was not really equipped with at the time. But still, I thought, well, I can probably figure it out. And thanks to YouTube and Google 
and you know a few other podcasting resources, I was able to put the show together, conduct my first interviews in December, and launched the, the week of my birthday, the second week of January of 2016. And the reason that I thought maybe I should do the podcast was that at the time, I was suffering with some postpartum anxiety. And I had had postpartum anxiety with Austin after I had had Austin. That's my second son. And it manifested itself a few months after birth. And I just found myself kind of going to tears very easily, kind of having my thoughts spinning really fast, going to tears in Target. I don't wouldn't classify it as depression, but um, definitely anxiety. And I had suffered from anxiety in the past, not related to postpartum type timeframes. Um, and so I knew what it felt like. And another way that the anxiety manifests itself for me is that my mind gets spinning really fast so much that I have a really hard time pulling up words to like speak in complete sentences. And that's really hard because I love people. I love talking to people. I consider myself a pretty confident, outgoing type person. And in these seasons of anxiety, I really found myself literally at a loss for words sometimes. And I would get so tripped up on my words and finding the right words in the right timing and in the right cadence that I would just feel intimidated, especially in large groups. I'd feel intimidated to interject, and so I'd kind of stay quiet. Um, And that's not like me necessarily. So one-on-one, I was better because I felt like I could give myself a little bit more time and space to think and then speak and to kind of slow down my thoughts. And even if I was having a hard time calling up a word and then articulating it, I just felt a little bit more comfortable doing that one-on-one. And so... As I thought about doing this podcast where I was going to be interviewing people, I thought, well, I'm really not that good at like chit chat and shooting the breeze and small talk, but I always wanted to be the type of person that could meet anybody on the street, anybody on the bus, anybody at the school pickup line, and I could engage them in conversation. And I really admired people that could do that with ease. And I thought, Well, even though that doesn't really come naturally to me, it doesn't mean that I can't practice that. And the podcast is so, so great because I do have a few like written questions down to kind of guide the conversation. The conversations I have on the show are really organic and natural and conversational. And so I never know quite, you know, how questions are going to come out or where it's going to go. But I do kind of have a list of questions as a guide to know where I want what I want to achieve in that conversation. You know what I mean? And as I've interviewed more than 200 women, asking them questions about their personal (laughs) life and asking them to be really vulnerable with me, I've been able to hone my ability to ask questions. And another benefit of the podcast is that it is one-on-one. And so I'm able to more clearly and slowly articulate my thoughts. And I'm going to be honest with you, in the beginning, it was really challenging for me because I was still in that season of anxiety and in that season of my mind spinning and my thoughts spinning and my words literally just like flying by me so much so that I felt like I couldn't even grab onto them to articulate them. Can anybody identify with that? 
I don't know if that's, it's not something that I hear a lot about attributed to anxiety, but that's definitely how it was for me. And so I was never really nervous to do the podcast because I knew I could edit it all. If I ended up stammering over my questions or I needed to restart, it's all edited. So I could edit it. And that's what I tell my guests at the beginning. I say, you know, if if they're not professional speakers, which most of them are not, they get kind of nervous like, oh, I hope I can, you know, tell my story the way I want to tell it. And I say, trust me, you will always sound better than you think you are going to sound because I will edit it in such a way and you're going to do a great job. And so the same thing applied for me. I could always start over. I could always start a question over. Um, I could reframe and rephrase a question. And as I practiced talking to other women who showed a lot of grace to me in my early stammering stages, um, it felt like an exercise in building my confidence. And it felt like I could make progress in conquering the current weakness that I was experiencing. Hey everyone, I wanted to take a brief minute to thank one of our show sponsors, and that is Knipe. Knipe is the plant-based solution to self-care. All of the Knipe bath and body products are processed gently using innovative production methods. And the thing that really blew me away about Knipe is the scent. When I use their hand cream, I literally feel like I just stepped out of a spa. And they have a wide range of products. Everything from mineral bath salts, herbal bath oils, foot care products, and like I mentioned, my favorite, their hand cream. All their products are made from plant-based ingredients. They're vegan, they're dermatologist tested, and they were awarded the Green Band Seal for the third time in 2017. These are quality, quality products that would make a great gift for Mother's Day. So, as Mother's Day approaches, visit knipe.com for amazing product lines and give your mom the refreshing break that she deserves. For 15% off your first order, go to knipe, that is K-N-E-I-P-P.com and use promo code EMP. Be sure to enter promo code in all caps at checkout and order before May 4th to receive before Mother's Day. That's 15% off your order if you go to knipe, K-N-E-I-P-P.com and use promo code EMP. Be sure to enter that promo code in all caps in order before May 4th to receive it for Mother's Day. There may be lots of good smelling products out there, but you can feel great about the quality ingredients found in Knipe products. So take yourself to the spa today without even leaving your home and visit knipe.com. Thanks, Knipe, for sponsoring the show. And so in starting the podcast, my hope was that I would be able to fight against and improve upon this this limiting thing that was holding me back from social situations that was making me feel feel really insecure um and it only took a few months to see a huge huge change and to be honest i still experience that that word issue and that speaking issue when i'm feeling especially anxious or nervous um or overwhelmed and things that is just what comes for me but i'm not I'm not defeated by it anymore. I'm not insecure about it. I know that I can get through it. I know I can give myself the time and space to find the word. And maybe this is not something that you've ever experienced. But for whatever you're going through in your life, when you're feeling limited by a certain weakness or insecurity, whatever it is for you, I really hope and pray for you that you will find a way to work on it, to address it. 
it may never go away. I may always have this issue, but that's okay. That's fine. I have other stuff going for me that's that feels easy to me, right? This is just one thing that feels hard, and I feel really proud of the podcast and what I've been able to produce. And more than anything, my my willingness and my drive to overcome this challenge for myself personally as I have created a space and a community and a platform for other women to tell their stories. I think it's pretty cool. So that's kind of the surprising reason that I started the podcast. Um, It's not the main reason, but it's definitely something that came into play as I sought to to create the show, and I really didn't know what it was going to turn into. I'm so, so grateful that at 229 episodes and over 1 million downloads, 1 million downloads that we've been able to continue with consistency and with passion. And I just enjoy this so, so immensely. And I hope that you do too. It just means so much that you would tune in, that you would subscribe, that you would share the show, that you would write into me to tell me how these episodes are impacting you, that you would write in to nominate your friends who are truly extraordinary, that I would be able to widen my circle and my acknowledgement of other moms in the world that are just doing amazing, amazing work. It is so exciting to me. And I just challenge you to not let any weaknesses you might be facing to stop you from achieving whatever you want. And you can tell that weakness that you're not afraid of it, that you can do anything in spite of it and even because of it. Because this podcast would not be here right now if I had not had the goal to hear these stories, number one, but number two, to address that weakness in myself. So thank you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to make myself a little bit stronger. Next week, we have a fabulous episode with Dana Kurtz. Dana is a new author of the book Mother Matters, and we're going to talk about the topic of mother care, how self-care can revolutionize the way that you parent. All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in today, and we'll see you next week for another episode with another extraordinary mom. Bye.